Pump Cover Nation, what the fuck is going on? Back at it again. It's your boys, Austin and Vince, back on the air. So what are we going to talk about tonight, Austin? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked, bro. Listen, I've been getting some stereotypes recently. I've been getting some, uh, some people assuming some stuff just because I'm a personal trainer, bro. Would you believe that? Uh, I actually can't believe it. Hey, the funny thing is, is do you know what they say about people who assume, bro? No, it's you making ass out of you and me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <my bad. laughs> All right, go. All right. So I'm going to start this off with a little bit of context. All right. So listen up, y'all. Um, we're going to be talking about personal trainer stereotypes. As you guys know, if you guys have listened to either of the first two episodes, me and my boy Vince are personal trainers. Um, and we've been doing this for a while. I've been doing it for since 2018 what about you vince uh 2012 slow it over nine years all right years. so he got a little bit on me but the point is stands tall we've been doing this shit for a while okay so we've heard all the stereotypes and honestly bro it's starting to tick me off a little bit so i'm hanging with my boy i won't say his name for privacy reasons and he's talking to me about how when whenever he gets introduced to someone so whether it's whether it's a family friend, whether it's a relative, um, whether it's introduced to new people, he has this kind of feeling whenever people say his job title. So he'll be like, yeah, I'm a personal trainer. And then the room goes dead silent. People, people cover their mouth with one hand and talk to each other. And what do you think they're talking about, Vince? Uh, what are they not talking about is a question. <laughs> that's the question what are they not talking about um, so the thing that i that i originally thought and obviously we're going to touch on both of these stereotypes but the thing that i originally thought was that they were saying that like personal trainers don't don't make a good living personal trainers don't make enough money how are you going to support a family as a personal trainer all this stuff right that's what i thought they were talking about you want to know what they were actually talking about can i take a wild guess take a wild guess that we sleep with our clients. Dude, oh my gosh, bro. This ticked me off so freaking much, bro. And I'm like, listen, I don't know about any of these other, you know, personal trainers on the market. But for me personally, I think a reason why my business has been so successful and why I have a, a reputation um, that people feel comfortable around me and trust me is because I don't even get in that area code, bro. What about you, dude? Honestly, I mean, I think we're both good-looking dudes. And a majority of my clients are female. And I do not, I repeat, I do not cross that line. Um, and I've seen people do it plenty of times, and it, it does not end well. It dude, does not end well. No, not at all, bro. For all, for all my clients, my female clients, former and, you know, clients now, mm -hmm. they should know that I keep it professional. I mean, we have, we have uh, kind of like a close relationship but i think we all know never to cross that line and i've had a few clients who kind of tried to like dip their toes in the water yeah I cut it right Feel, off feelers right there. feelers yeah they, feelers. i cut it right off right there and here's the thing bro it's funny because here's the thing it's about self-control and it's about what is really important to you so i can tell you right now again i'm not going to make no assumptions because i told you already what happens when you make assumptions but if you're another personal trainer out there 
and you're letting that the physical come before your career you obviously don't care you don't see yourself being a personal trainer for the distant future because you're sacrificing everything for some pussy or s- never mind <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> so my whole point is like um listen if you want to build in my opinion a successful business especially in an industry where um i'd say around 60 70 percent of the clientele um is going to be women mm-hmm. is they need to feel comfortable around you they need to feel confident in referring their friends to you they need to know that everything that they're doing is strictly professional strictly platonic and i'm not saying you can't have a relationship with your clients because i can guarantee you Every single one of my clients will tell you right now, I'm not going to put words in their mouth, but they'll for sure say we're friends. I would bet that a vast majority of them would tell you that we're best friends because I actually care genuinely about the interests of their actual lives outside of the gym because there's so much more than a successful transformation in the gym Mm -hmm. than just working out. I agree 100%. And I'll never cross that line. So for future reference, anybody who's listening to this podcast wants to be my client and will never ever across that line (laughs) thank you man all right so we had to clear that one up first because it's honestly the most sensitive and i know well actually i didn't know but i know now a lot of you guys were curious about that so hopefully it's crystal clear now let's transition back to the first point the one i thought was being made personal trainers don't make money (sighs) what do you what do you think about that here's the thing so It's literally a fact that if you look up the average salary of a personal trainer, it will say in the ballpark of 30 to 60,000. That's the range. The max out is 60,000 a year. Okay. And then the minimum is 30. So, I mean, I'm no mathematician, but you know, if I pull out my calculator right now, 30,000 a year is 2,500 a month. That's pretty booty. 60,000 a year is 5,000 a month. So they're pretty much telling you that you're capping out at 5,000 a month as a personal trainer and that's your ultimate max. And personally, I think that's baloney. Right? But you also got to think that's probably stats from- um, Corporate. Tra- corporate gyms, exactly. So yeah. just a little uh, clarity, we are- We're independent contractors. We both have our own businesses as far as personal training goes meaning that we are not contracted by a gym such as LA Fitness, 24-Hour Fitness, EOS Fitness, whatever your local gym is. We're not working for freaking $12 an hour for them to train clients. We have our own prices, what we're actually worth. And the reason that you'll find us being more successful and personal trainers in the independent space being more successful is because they actually are good at what they're doing so they can justify those prices. The reason you hear so many stories about shitty trainers and corporate gyms is because they're getting paid next to nothing and they hate their jobs they hate their jobs they hate the time commitment they don't care about their clients because at the end of the day if something goes wrong it's not on them it's on the company it's on someone else's name not their own so they don't have any level of investment yeah i agree so i mean i think i think i make pretty decent money what do you think austin what do you i don't want to ask you but yeah no i got you bro dude i'm 100 percent transparent with this and i think um as an independent personal trainer and someone growing their own business and looking to turn this into something that's gonna last a lifetime um and really build wealth in a career it's been a journey because 
honestly, I can tell you when I first started, um, I was living on about six to 700 bucks a month. And I'll tell you right now, that was hard, bro. I was literally showering at the gym. I had, first I had LA pass, EOS pass. And then ultimately I changed to uh, anytime fitness cause it was open 24 mm-hmm. seven. You just need a little key fob to get in. And I would shower there. Um, before I had a place, um, you know, it was, it was all I really had to do. Right. Cause there was no really like, yeah. where else am I going to shower, bro? You gotta, you gotta keep it fresh. Even, yeah. even if you struggle, you gotta keep it fresh. But from that point, from making like five, $700, oh, I've significantly increased that now. And now I have a sustainable, uh, business where I'm able to serve way more people. People have seen over the years, the value I've been able to provide to their friends, to their family. And, that's really how you build a successful business is providing value, providing results and really trying to make an impact on someone. And then they tell someone else about you. Hey everybody, just a little bit about Austin. This guy works all the time. He is the definition of a hustler. Okay. So when you talk about finances and and all that crap, I would not doubt it if this guy is making six figures every freaking month. Okay. But um, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna stop uh, admiring this guy, and let's uh, move on to the next topic. Yeah, it's it's funny because um, in any business, you always see, you always hear about the rock bottoms, and you you see a million people start a business. You see all your friends start a a clothing line, a, a little jewelry shop, a t-shirt company, or um, you know they're making brownies or whatever they're doing, and then in a couple months, you don't see them again. Or even in the training industry, how many trainers fly in and out of this gym? A decent amount, right? How many people come here and then leave and then come back? Oh, that's a sensitive topic for some people if they're listening, but um, I don't think so. We're keeping 100%. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing that people need to understand. Being an amazing trainer doesn't mean you're going to have an amazing business. Again, it all comes down to what you're willing to put in, right? You can't just rely on a certification to make you money. You need to be providing value. You need to know how to run a business. And if you're not willing to learn those valuable skills that it takes to run a business, you'll just be a good trainer. You won't be a good business owner. Exactly. So so uh, I got asked another question uh, the other day. <laughs> what was it? Take a wild guess. <sighs> you're all a right. trainer you're a trainer you know a lot of trainers are big they work out all the time dude one th- dude okay i'm just gonna cut you off right now because i remember um this had to be like a couple months back someone came in for a consultation with you and during the consultation the question i heard him ask was how can i look like you <laughs> what do you what did you say to him uh consistency back to episode two consistency Okay, uh, I was well. I was going to the gym seven days a week, uh, cardio every morning, working out every morning, um, and just putting in the work every fucking time. Like, yeah, no, I get you. Not half ass. Not you know seventy five percent. Fucking a hundred and fucking ten percent. I mean, you saw me every fucking morning, dude. Yes, I did. The funny thing is, the the thing that I was kind of getting at was, I felt like he was asking you more than or he was expecting an answer more than just consistency. Like he wanted to know something else. So what I feel that? like he thought, <laughs> I feel like he thought you were going to give him some 
something. Some juice. Oh, ju- okay. Fellas, we're not talking fellows and fellas. We're not talking about juice like, you know, the top of where are you talking about juice like like steroids? Trend sandwiches. Oh. Eat clan and trend hard. For all <laughs> you people that don't know what that is. Those are steroids. Yeah, Yo, you seen that TikTok where uh, fuck, who's that who's that bodybuilder? Uh, he just uh, he was all over TikTok. He was like, uh, someone asked him like um, so what do you take to like get that big? He's like, oh, the basic stuff, uh, testosterone, D-ball, Anadrol, Anadrol, <laughs> the basic stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? The basic stuff, bro? Okay. Is that a stereotype? Um, yes, I know. But my take on that is, you know, someone who is on steroids mm-hmm. still has to work out hard. You can't. Yeah. It's not just a magic pill. You, you know, personally for me, I feel like if you take steroids, you have to work out even harder. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, and I've seen people who take steroids the wrong way, or take steroids and not bust their ass and mm-hmm. eat like shit, and they look like shit. And I've seen people who yeah. fucking take steroids and look fucking amazing. You Here, know here's I mean? the funny thing: is I've seen both as well, um, but the thing is people have this assumption that if they take it, they're going to get jacked, right? No. If you already have shitty habits, you don't know how to work out. You don't know proper training techniques. You don't know how to recover. You're not eating right. I don't care what you're taking. You ain't going to look as good as you can. It's not like a red pl- red pill, blue pill kind of thing. It's like a get your ass in the fucking gym and work out even harder kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. And the funny thing is, so um, for me, you know that I'm a lot... I don't want to classify myself as scientific based, but I like to know that things work. Right. Mm -hmm. So how I structure my programs and stuff is like very specific. But what I've noticed with a lot of people who, um, you know, are taking things, like you said, it's a lot harder because they can't simplify it down to as easy as three sets of 10. It's literally failure till the muscles taxed. So you're pretty much fucking dying essentially. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, the crazy thing is, is the reason I know this and the reason I say that is because I've, like I said, I've been doing this a while. I've talked to so many people and I ask them like, what are your workouts like? Like, how do you feel when you're doing it? How do you feel after? Someone would literally tell me I could literally do a three hour workout and in 30 minutes, I'll be good to go again. Like, that's just insane to me. Yeah. I mean, I can relate to that. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. For me, like if I do just an absolute assault, like four exercises, full throttle assault, on like a muscle group, I'll be taxed and I'm done for a couple days. All right, so on the topic of that juice, we got our producer, Lily, in the house. Lily, say what's up. Hey, what's up? Hi, Lily. Hi. That's it? Just hi? That's all you got? that's all I got. All right, bet. So Lily's in here today. We asked you guys on Instagram some questions of what you would ask a personal trainer. You want the honest, raw, and real answers. So that's what we're going to give you. Tell them a little more, Lily. Alrighty. So I went to Instagram... I also texted a couple people asking what questions they've always wanted to ask a personal trainer, whether it was funny or actual serious questions. Okay. Shoot. Give it to us. Okay. So for the first one, do you guys ever secretly judge your clients? Never. I don't. Absolutely not. I'm the last person to judge anybody. And bro, if you're judging your clients, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, they'll know that shit so fast. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You I'll, know what I mean. I think I think our energy will just you know, like be like this. Do you know when someone's judging you? Just like in everyday life, one hundred ten. It's so fucking easy to spot, bro. Oh yeah, so easy. And literally, 
again, if there's anyone that should be judged, it's us. We track our calories. We track our food to the gram. We take selfies every single mirror. We I always have my shirt off. Always got our shirt off. I think I had my shirt off before the podcast. And it's not like we have our shirt off because we're like, we're like hot or like, you know, we're too warm. Like, and it's, you know, it's literally just because to look at ourselves. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised I have my shirt on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if anything, we should be the ones that are secretly getting judged by our clients. Yeah. No judgment free. I mean, judgment free zone here. Planet Fitness. <laughs> okay. Okay. So for the next one, have you ever had to get rid of a client? If so, can you spill a little tea on why you might have to let them go? Uh, I mean, I think we talked about this earlier, why I had to let go of some clients, right? Take it away. Um, Like I said, I don't sleep with my clients. I don't hit on my clients. I don't do any of that. So, you know, I've had a few clients who've stepped over that line a few times, and I had to cut that shit off. I had to cut that shit off, you know. That's yep. a big no no. Out of for me, for the biz. Yeah, because personally, for me, let's just say I did, I did dibble dabble on that. Once things go south, it just it's, it just fucks with your money. It fucks yep. with your emotion. Everything, like that. bro. Too many too many factors in play. All right, God, for dude. me, I have literally cut. I've cut two two clients ever. One of them, I literally cut them because they didn't train hard enough. Like. I'm pushing them for a reason. I'm telling them to do certain things. And I hate when people say that they can't do something, especially when the trainer's there guiding them through a safe exercise, helping them if they can't complete it themselves. I honestly hate that. And it literally was happening every single time. So whenever I would be training this client, whenever I would go to train them, my mood would just be so trash because I knew what to expect from them. And that wasn't effort. It was the opposite of effort. So I literally dropped them for that. Another one was this dude literally this is why i don't this is why i don't train that many guys literally would cancel he'd probably cancel or not or not show up to about four appointments before he showed up to one and i'm being generous yeah we don't even can't can't have that so yes um at the end of the day if you are someone that i'm working with and you're willing to put 100 percent of your effort into changing your life into changing your body then i'm going to give 100 percent of my effort to you if you're someone who's not willing to give that 100 percent, then you can't expect me to give that to you if you're not willing to do it facts okay okay good. next so this is kind of like um I, I it's more of like a asking you guys for a tip how do you guys deal with going out and let's say you guys are on a strict diet with not eating or drinking everything you want mm-hmm. Uh well it depends. Are you doing a show? Are you in prep? Or what are you trying to do? Say lifestyle client trying to lose fat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, beginners. Begin trying to lose fat. I don't think you know gaining muscle, losing fat. Okay, so it doesn't hurt to have fun or kind of like let loose for one maybe two days. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna hurt you. I mean, you know, you saw it when I was doing my show. You know, I was lean as fuck, and I wasn't eating carbs, 100%. whatever. And the day of my show, I, like I said, from episode one, I ate twelve, a dozen donuts. I ate all of Olive Garden. Literally, I ate their whole kitchen. And you know, and I even, I think I even had a bacon wrapped hot dog the <laughs> night I went out. And guess what? I did not gain a percent of body fat. That's crazy. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that people understand. When when you guys are referring to having fun going out 
that's perfectly fine, but you can't forget about the rest of your day. So let me break it down for you really simple on how to go out, drink whatever you want, eat whatever you want, and nothing happens. If you know you're going out to dinner with some friends and family, then eat the meals that you would normally eat. Keep them natty. Keep them organic, whole foods, low fat, because you know when you go out and you're about to order that freaking avocado bacon burger that that's over your fat intake for the day. That That's probably a greasier meal, higher in oils and fats, right? So just eat the meals you would normally eat, keep them organic, keep them whole foods, and then use that as as your percent of food where it's having fun, right? The 80-20 rule, yeah. a lot of people call it. If you're going out to drink to the bars, again, don't neglect your food that you would normally eat during the weekdays. If you're going out, stop ordering the fucking, the Mai Tais, the fucking pina colada. And if you're literally drinking alcohol, just to get a little bit of the, the edge off and have fun, right? Shots. There you go. Shots. 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 Shot. No, what kidding. I do, shout out to my boy, Jake. And Mila, okay, I get a vodka soda and I bring Mio in my pocket, the lemonade flavor, squeeze it in there. Dude, can't taste alcohol at all. Zero cows gets you figgity, 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 fucked up. Hey, for all you viewers under 21, hey, don't even think about it. I'm <laughs> just kidding. All right, next question is doing the deed. You guys know what I'm talking about? No, okay. explain. What do you mean the D? The D, you know, doing, yeah, could you, down. What is, could you break that down a little bit more? Thank um, you. You know. Okay, answer, uh, say the do whole it. question. <laughs> okay, fine. You want me to be, let's do it. Okay, is having sex good cardio? A good cardio replacement? <clears throat> okay, well, let's see. How long are we doing it for is the well, question. how long can you guys last? <sighs> Skip. Where's my skip Uno button? No, <laughs> Reverse Uno. Um, honestly, is it good cardio? Yeah. Is yeah, it a good a cardio? Is replacement? it a good cardio replacement? I'm not cardio replacement. It's good cardio, but not cardio replacement. I don't think. I mean, anything when you're getting your heart rate up is pretty good, but cardio replacement. Listen, listen, listen. I don't know what kind of freaky shit y'all be doing in the bedroom, but I doubt you can keep your heart rate at 80% of its max volume for 40 minutes straight. Unless you're doing jumping jacks straight. while you're having sex. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that possible? <laughs> oh, no, you're doing push-ups while you're... Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't think you're able to do that. I mean, sure, you could say it's quote-unquote great cardio, but... Not cardio replacement. Not a cardio replacement. Sorry. Very, very sorry about that one. Next. Okay, so kind of going back to your stereotypes in mm -hmm. the beginning of this episode. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Do you guys always flirt with girls in the gym? No. Are we talking about at a regular gym? <laughs> or... Let's say... I mean, not that it makes a difference. <laughs> or, okay, how about this? Let's narrow it down. Do you guys flirt with a lot of um, female trainers who are respectfully single? Uh, Well, like I said... Are we working or are we working out? Because like I said in episode two, when I'm working out, when I'm training myself, uh, tunnel vision. I don't talk yeah, you to don't nobody. nobody. I don't notice anyone. Uh, now, when I'm working, can, what's your definition of flirting? Because I'm a nice person. I like to, you know. This dude literally talks to anyone and everyone because it's fun. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't flirt with him, but I think it could be misinterpreted as flirting. All right. Here's, here's my thing. Um, If I'm working, no. If I'm working out. No. no, but if I see them in, we'll say, quote unquote, everyday life, then sure. Define flirting, though. 
You're asking the wrong person. No? Because I'm, I say <laughs> hi, you know, like, oh, you look, your hair looks good. Your hair looks nice. You know, the sun's making your eyes look good and all that shit. But I'm not like, let me take you out to dinner and let me take you out to, you know. Yeah, I think there's a really fine line with being nice and being flirtatious. Especially if you're naturally flirt, like flirtatious. Which okay. is Vince. Oh. He's a charmer. <laughs> Try without trying, you know? Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a fine line, but honestly, when I'm at work or when I'm working out, I'd honestly say no, but when I'm literally outside of those elements, then it's a high probability. Hey, how about this? Uh, all the listeners, for those who know me, who've been around me, we're going to put a poll out there on Instagram to see if I'm a flirt. Oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, next question. Next. <laughs> okay, okay. next. Okay, so we're going to circle back to clients. Um, how do you feel about clients who don't show emotion while they're working out? Heavier. Go heavier. More reps. More weight. More. Harder. Faster. Stronger. <laughs> As Kanye. Shout out Kanye. Slap um, a little bit. Pull their hair. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. I have two types of people. One of them who will scream cry moan and groan everything and then i have the ones who are straight faced and when it starts getting hard they actually smile like when the workouts get tough i actually get they're smiling i'm actually a little insulted when they do that like oh okay it's not it's not hard enough for you got you (laughs) got you all right we can fix that real quick real quick so i literally had a situation today all right so two types of people i had them doing the same exercise today i was having them do a hack squat and we all know if you've done a hack squat Unless your gym is like Planet Fitness, I'm sure your hack squats are very hard. So I'm just kidding. Planet Fitness lovers, like it's okay. Um, so hack squat will literally have you in pain. Like it's so hard and it's such a quad burn. One of the people, the first girl that I had on the hack squat today, literally screaming, crying. Like it was so hard and she's like pushing through it, like just to make it through, like she's dying. The next girl, as the reps get like they move on and on and on, she starts smiling. You need to go see a psychologist or some shit if, if you're <laughs> not making any emotion. So, oh man, but I guess I guess smiling's an emotion. Yeah, I guess. But I think what they mean is like if you can't tell they're in pain. Psychopath. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Again, psychopaths. All right. Next. All right. So next question is: since you guys are always working in the gym and you guys are always working out in the gym, you, you guys literally live here. Do you guys ever get tired of it? Fuck no, that's a stupid question. That's fucking dumb. I never get tired of the gym. Guess what? Guess what? Hold on. Guess what? (laughs) Tell me, tell me, tell me. The gym will never cheat on me. Working out will never cheat on me or disappoint me. That's one consistent thing in my life. Just kidding. That is truer words have never been spoken, except honestly, I'm not going to lie. You know how we have the rubber plates and the metal plates? Mm Mm-hmm. Dude, I feel like when I use the rubber plates, I'm cheating because the metal plates have the same numbers, but they're way heavier. They do look... I, I lied to you. When I used to go to the regular corporate gyms, <laughs> mm. walked up to the door, it was closed. Yeah. So... They um, locked you out of your house. <laughs> needless to say, I kind of went back in my car, cried a little bit, and went home, so... Oh, no, the worst thing is when you go to the gym um, on the weekend and it's like 5 p.m. and you're stoked and then you realize like your gym closes at 5. Exactly. That's the worst. So all in all, no, we don't get tired of working out. No. There's a reason why we do this. It's literally my release. It's my release. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 So final question. Yes. Hit it with me. Okay. Give it to me. What's your favorite part about being a personal trainer? 
You want to start that off or? Yeah, I can start that off. Okay. All right. So my personal favorite part about being a personal trainer is honestly impact. And what I mean by impact is the lives that I get to touch throughout a weekly, monthly, yearly basis and see relationships flourish and develop and see people grow and, and just mature into honestly like what I feel they always wanted to be, right? If you sign up for personal training, you have some kind of desire to be in shape, to be fit, to live that lifestyle and figure out how to make it work. And so if I can provide that to someone, dude, dude that's the greatest feeling ever, bro. Uh, I agree with you. I think that's one of the big things why I love my job and love what I do is because I like helping people. Like I like seeing people, you know, when they text me like, oh, dude, I just lost another 15 pounds or I, I fit into my jeans or, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. I got complimented today and this and that. For me, that's a win for me. Like, I like that. I like the fact that I get to help transform people. I get to help people, you know, reach their goals that they couldn't do on mm -hmm. their own. Yeah. I like to motivate people. That's, you know, that's why I like my profession. So, yeah, no, I feel that. I think uh, another thing, too, is when it comes to the gym and like putting people through these transformations and, and lifestyle changes, one of the best things that I think can happen is the people who come to work out who already aren't that far off from where they need to be, but just the part about working out, developing consistency in their life, developing discipline in their life, developing good habits in their life, skyrockets their confidence more than any changes in their body ever did. Yeah. That's fucking cool too. Helping people. That's why we do it. And that's all I got for you guys. Yeah, that was that was a lot of juicy shit. Hell yeah, bro. Honestly, we that was that was low key light work, bro. Easy. Lightweight baby. Pump work. That's what we call that. Pump work. All right. So Austin and Vince closing out another episode of Pump Covers. Thank you again, Pump Cover Nation. You already know us up. We'll see you on the next episode. And we out. Doses.